Welcome to Simply Walk the Talk. Our bodies and minds adapt to what we do most of the time. If you want to change your body and mind, you must change what it is you do most of the time. This podcast explores all things health, wellness, fitness, lifestyle, and biohacking. Stay tuned as we explore various thoughts, methods, and experiences from a multitude of conversations between our interesting guests and experts through many fields of work. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Got Mr. Todd Fox, we got Mr. Josh Holland, and uh, yeah, we figured why not like record in this amazing place, uh, especially considering the the work you do, the work I do. Um, you know, it's yeah, it's I think it makes sense that we're in something that is secure. Nothing right. says security like a vault. <laughs> and, and by the way, this vault is like five hundred years old. Wow, and. This is not 500, but the actual vault is. We, we actually had to have special permission just to even be in here. We did. That's a true story. <laughs> yeah, I guess apparently they only use this like once a year. But anyway, um, I, I wanted to ask you, like, because even for myself, it was re- it's really interesting to understand as I've worked with you for now a couple tours. Um, I've asked a few questions here and there. But people always wonder, like, what what does a head of security do? You know, like, what exactly is your is your role? Um, that's the tricky thing, right? Because people see a big dude, not a small dude. They see guys walking around with an artist, um, and they think it's just shadowing somebody. But most of our job is like logistics, it's coordination, it's planning, it's choreography. So we're writing advances, we're setting it ahead of where we're going: airports, hotels, arenas, stadiums telling them what we want, how we want it done, how we're utilizing money, um, creating primary plans, creating alternate plans, creating contingency plans, emergency plans, and then kind of going through that. So you walk through all of that, put it in place, convey it to the team, and then in theory, you're ready to go if something goes wrong. And, and how long have you been doing this in general? Started my company in 99, but I was doing this in the Marines in, in the 90s, so a little bit, a little bit of time. Yeah, you know, I, I do find it fascinating that most people would think that, like, you're going to be a big jack dude. <laughs> not me. I mean, in, in some instances, that might work to your advantage, what don't you think? Yeah, so if I'm trying to move around quietly, under the radar, right, we're trying to be low profile. So a low pro detail where I don't want to draw attention to my client, I want to be smart. I want to be an average size guy. I'm 5'10", 180, I'm an average guy. In most markets, where we're at now, not so much because the guys are rich. But if I'm big, I draw attention. So now you see this small little girl and then this big, huge dude next to her, and it draws attention. And that's the opposite of what we want most of the time. Sometimes we want a heavy presence when we need it, but usually that's an outer layer that's outside a door that's making a movement, not the guy planning, coordinating, organizing, and actually carrying out this thing. Mm-hmm. And what would you say, like, if you had to identify pros and cons of what you do, your work? What would you think would be a pro and a con? Um, the con is easy. Um, <laughs> it, 
aside from having long hours and constantly away from home, um, if you do secure security perfectly, like completely clean, the result is nothing happens. So the result of all the advancing and all the walkthroughs and all the coordination and all the assessments is nothing. Mm. So financially, that's kind of difficult because you're producing nothing for the client. And at the end of the day, your result is nothing. So now you have to put a value on how we do that is by reversing it and saying, look at this organization, this group of people, this celebrity. When they didn't do these things, it cost them X amount of dollars. Yeah. By doing these things, we prevented that loss. Mm. So that's probably the worst. And then the best is, as you know, uh, getting to travel around the world, meet interesting people, see things you never ever see anywhere, <laughs> do podcasts <laughs> in rooms like this, right? Stay in hotels like this and meet interesting people like Juan, yeah. right? That's that's a gift. Absolutely. It's a massive gift. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I you're such a wealth of knowledge and I was really excited to see that you finally put some content out there. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so like, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so we didn't do any uh, social media at all until 2020. And in 2020, uh, this thing called COVID hit and that shut us down. So no tours, no films on location, most of the executives weren't traveling. Um, and what that meant is we had to generate income. And I wrote another book. Uh, I wrote the third book uh, in 2020. And to sell that book, you need social, right? You need social media that helps you. That platform pushes it out. So started that and started doing bits and pieces, little interviews, podcasts, uh, little bits about where we're going, what we're doing without showing who it is, without showing, you know, which hotel we're in. And it pays dividends for sales, as you know. Yeah. So now I'm taking a class from Josh on that. <laughs> He's teaching me the master class. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is really fascinating. And I see the hustle, you know, and um, we, we've had many conversations because there's a lot of similarity and crossover in what we do. At the same time, there's a lot of differences. Um, and it, was, it wasn't until right now that I understood that piece about you're doing your job if nothing happens, right? The result is nothing. The result is nothing, which I think is an interesting concept. For me, it's it's the, almost the exact opposite, is. right? Um, you know, to a certain extent, like as long as my clients don't get injured or hurt or whatever, then okay, we're doing well, but I almost have to use their results as something that like allows me to get hired again and again and again. I think that metric is very clear for you. So yeah. in this case, we're working with an older artist and with that artist, if he doesn't stay in top health, he can't continue to perform at the level that he's performing at. Yeah. So there is that. And I think it's easier to draw a correlation because you can see when you're feeding him right, when yeah. you're training him right, when yeah. you're stretching him right, all of these factors work in concert, no yeah. pun intended. <laughs> um, and, and the net result is he's capable of traveling. He's capable of performing multiple shows in the city at an age where most people are barely able to move around. This guy's performing at a high level. Yeah. So I think your result is much more visible and, and tangible uh, yeah. in, in many ways. And then, you know, he can feel the difference in his body, which means that keeping you on payroll is not as questionable as somebody that produces nothing as a result, right? right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and also the, the value of that too is that we can do moves or things that maybe you wouldn't be physically capable of from a security perspective right. if you didn't do your job. Well so said. there's that crossover there. Well said, yeah, well said. It, it, it is fascinating work, you know, people ask me all the time, 
about like touring and, and I love it. Obviously there are pros and cons like you correctly pointed out, um, but it's it's a trade-off no matter what. Like everything is a trade-off. Everything. everything is a trade-off. Yeah, yeah. you, you get it. And, and the thing with you is that you're maximizing your time on the road and what you're doing and you're very efficient with how you utilize that time. You see the opportunities, you maximize that, you see these disadvantages, you kind of cut that out. Yeah. And uh, being on the road just, just creates a wealth of opportunities, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, I say to people all the time, like, I will do this as long as I'm able to, you know? And uh, I mean, it's, it is nice to have people working for me or working with me. I, I like to say working with me um, because it allows me to branch out. I know we talked about that. I think we talked about that on the last tour. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. you hit a ceiling. As an individual, you hit a ceiling. This is the maximum you're going to make. Yeah. So unless you have that network of people that you can refer to or that you can bring in to a tour or a film or whatever and, and Josh and I've had several crossover clients right yeah so, yeah yeah we have <laughs> yeah, and, and that's kind of cool when you're working with the same people or you know the same people and you're able to kind of do things their way hey do you know how she did this thing like, yeah okay cool let's do it that way perfect yeah right. yeah and, and also I think it helps with the camaraderie amongst the group because that is another piece that is I think not so focused on or people don't realize is you have to have this what I call family or brotherhood in order for things to work well. Everybody's kind of looking after each other. Um, you know, if you see someone may may have dropped the ball or might drop the ball because they're doing something else, just take care of it. And it's preemptive care. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I think that's happening, right? Because we're working out. We may be talking about situations. We may be discussing what is the best method of care for an individual. Yeah. And we have to have the same goal. Uh, which is longevity in this case to continue on the tour that we're on but also there's a lot of trash talking that goes on isn't there Josh? of course <laughs> i mean this dude's choked me out multiple times um uh, you know but i find that part to be fascinating because like where i come from i was known as the badass you know what i mean i was known as the guy that you know like even my my uncle mike when he comes on tour he's like you know he knows me as the, the karate kid and then i just told him i'm like <laughs> All of these guys right here, <laughs> like I would hope to be able to survive in a ring with them, you know, but it's, it's humbling because I think everyone is at the top of their field and what we're doing on these tours. And that's what's important. Yeah, it's cool. It's good to be amongst the top tier, right? It's a good place to be, you yeah. know? So yeah, this is good times. <laughs> Sweet. Here we are. Guys, if you, if you haven't heard anything we said, it's okay because this is beautiful. Yeah. And you're never going to probably see a podcast from a vault again like this. I mean, should we look and see what's inside? Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Come on. Let's see if we can find something. Look, look in there. See what you can find, Josh. Anything is open. I'll be... See, I'm sure you'd get one open, right? Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, look what I found. The treasure. That's the ultimate treasure. <laughs> oh, good times, man. Good times. All right, well, that's Todd Fox. And uh, this is Josh Holland. This is Josh Holland. And, uh, you know, maybe we do more of these. I think this is kind of fun. Yeah, let's do it. You know, why not? Let's make it happen. If you can find more vaults. <laughs> mm, this is going to be a hard one, guys. Yeah, this is stunning. Yeah. Well, Whoever is watching this, uh, if you end up having any questions that you would like answered from either one of us, let us know. 
That's a good fitness and security combined. It's a good team. I can't do that, but I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Bam. We out. Simply walk the top. Walk the talk, talking facts Move like me, but I move a little fast Make my move, here to last Fasten these seatbelts, I'm coming past Take care of me, longevity Hack my biology, better believe Walking the talk, so mind and body connected Better come give us a listen